What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you this morning? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing, Tim? Amazing. So we have 10 positive news stories, and Tim, not only do I sound better, but I have a theme. Oh, snap. What a Monday. <laughs> what? Uh, Tuesday. <laughs> oh my gosh, it is Tuesday. <laughs> That's how you know we're recording in the morning when neither of us knows what's going on. <laughs> it's been a rough 12 hours. I mean, I was passed out for eight hours, so I am good. But I have a theme. Hey. All animals today. All animal positive news stories. Who is this man? I'm loving it. But you always start off, so what do you got, Tim? Absolutely. Well, since you're going animals, I'm definitely going to go to something else that I like. I'm going to go with some running and exercise, man. Um, Experts just found out um, exercise will help prevent Alzheimer's disease, and it's been discovered to – it could lead to new treatments um, for the current incurable condition. Um, Right now, they have found a hormone called Erzin or Arisen. Hopefully I'm saying that correctly. I apologize if I'm not, but it's basically being released during um, a workout session. And whenever that's getting released, it helps with the plaques and tangles in the brain thought to cause Alzheimer's. Um, So physical uh, exercise has been shown to reduce all kind of health issues. So I thought this was really, really cool. Um, My father actually is suffering from Alzheimer's and it's like kind of interesting to realize he played sports like a lot throughout his life and he said it made him really, really happy and to see this study, how it ties in together. I thought this was really cool. So I wanted to share it here with everybody else on the Positive Truth Podcast. Absolutely. Exercise is very important. I think we were uh, making fun of each other for our our lack of exercise lately between me and Tom. Oh, it's been great. (laughs) We're in our mid-30s, man. (laughs) It's hilarious. Well, I wasn't the one walking around like with a lip after playing basketball. <laughs> I'm still hurt. I woke up. My knees are still sore. <laughs> but yeah, exercise is really important. I think for everyone and anything to slow Alzheimer's is wonderful. So great story, Tim. Science with the positive truth. Usually we ease into those science words, but you just came out out the bat just struggling with the big words. So impressive, Tim. I know haymakers today right well i don't have any science all animals and so i'm going to talk about new zealand south island taki birds these are large flightless birds that were once thought to be extinct and they have just released 18 of them in the new zealand southern valley i think that's really awesome if you don't know what a taki bird is it's a bird that developed and evolved on new zealand and New Zealand has no large land mammals. So because of that, the bird kind of fit into that little ecosystem. It can't fly. It's average height of about 50 centimeters. And if you look at it, it looks like like a round ball. And it eats, you know, like smaller insects, smaller mammals. But whenever European settlers came, they brought, you know, cats, ferrets, rats, dogs, And their population got destroyed because they were developed to be that little cat, dog, small mammal in the environment. And once you get other mammals in there that actually have teeth, they got wiped out. People were hunting them. So this was 1948. 
whenever they were rediscovered, they were thought to be extinct in 1898. And since then, conservatives have been working, working, working to put them back in the environment. And this is the first time they've been pushed out into the environment basically since 1948. So progress has been made, protect them. Now they're in their natural environments. I think it's really awesome. Yeah, that's 10 out of 10 story. I had no idea there's like no, uh, was it large mammals in, in New Zealand? Large land. Caught me off guard when you said that. Yeah, like large land mammals. That You know, mammals do mammal things. They eat small things. So that's what this bird does. <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 joke by JP there, too. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. I'm not, it's too way too early for me to be any sort of funny right now. <laughs> just like, you know. I'm, I'm super giggly at this time. You know, I'm usually around the kiddos and stuff, dropping them off at school. So it's like full-fledged dad mode for me right now. I'm a giggle at everything at this point. <laughs> but that got, being Tim? said... Man, your story led me to my story to talk about this one really quick. Um, so I have a story about an, a young man named uh, Sam. Um, he's from Indonesia, and he saw the plastic pollution crisis kind of worsening where he was from. So he started a uh, nonprofit environmental organization called uh, Sungai's Watch. And basically what him and his two siblings did, they decided to clean up all the rivers in their their area. And how they did that, they... Um, basically built these barriers that would stop the plastic pollution from going into the ocean. And when they started doing that, they immediately saw the effects. Um, fish started coming back slowly, right? Over the last three years, they grew from a three-person team to a now 100 fully staffed team, and they're cleaning all the rivers they possibly can. Um, they So far, they've re removed 2.6 million pounds of um plastic pollution from the rivers in Indonesia. He said he grew up in Indonesia. He saw how beautiful it was and he saw that it was getting worse and he wanted to do something about it. So him and his two siblings, they started it and three years later, it's growing and it's a beautiful thing. It's cool to see how people all over the world, they're not just planting trees, they're coming up with creative ways to you know, help our planet and stay green. How much did they pull out again? 2.6 million pounds. Woo. No Big numbers there, Coach. Price. Jesus. Indubitably. And how long again? In three years. I think you could have just said that and it would have been a positive news story, but the fact they built the whole team around it, that is an amazing story. Positive growth is about the positive truth, too. Do sabes. So my next positive news story, I'm going from New Zealand to Australia to talk about the discovery of the black cuckoo. They have found nests in the trees. This was two years after all the fires in Australia, and they're one of the most endangered animals in the world. Whenever conservatives or conservationists, sorry, discover these nests, it's really important because they only put their nests by places to eat. And a lot of People thought after the fires, they might go extinct because there'd be nowhere for them to eat with all the trees being burned down. But they've been discovered. But my favorite thing about this story, and it's my favorite story of this week, is how they were discovered. So in Australia, they started little small groups, and they're called conservationists on the ground. And what they do is, it's volunteers. They go out in the environment just out in nature and conservationists are like, look for these things, look for these animals, look for these signs. 
So they're basically like Pokemon trainers, and they go out and they try to discover tracks, nests, any animals that are on this list. Like they have a Pokemon list, and then they try to catch them with like pictures, like Pokemon Snap, and then they send them back to the、uh, conservationists, and then they go out and discover it. So it's like a volunteer community group, and that's how they help out. I think it's really awesome. It really is Pokemon Snap in real life, and it's helping them just helping people that can help these animals discover them, because there's only so much time or so much one person can do. I think it's a wonderful volunteer program, and I wanted to talk about it here on the Positive Truth. Yo, ten out of ten. Where are you finding these banger stories at, JP? I'm surprised, man. Um. What can I say? I just love animals so much. That was sarcasm. I guess I do have a joke in the morning, but I just got lucky. I knew、week. you had it in you. <laughs> I lucky this week. What do you got, Tim? Man, I have a story that hit home a little bit. So there's this teenage、uh, kid. He's 15 years old,、um, and he is a very large human being. He is six foot ten. He wears a size 22 shoe. He's a defensive tackle for his high school,、um, but he, whenever he he was born, he was only eight pounds. Man, this kid was you know a normal sized kid. He was just starting to grow, and it was like every six months, his mom said he would grow a, a large amount. They just didn't understand why. He's bigger than his parents, bigger than his siblings.、Um, basically, this kid's playing football though, and he enjoys it. But him wearing a size twenty two shoe, it makes it real difficult for him to actually wear the right shoes and wear the right cleats.、Um, So his parents were looking for some cleats, and they couldn't find anything for his size at a size twenty-two. Right? They basically realized, oh, this is going to cost way too much. The coaches were looking for donations.、Um, a friend actually started a GoFundMe page because the most,、uh, the basically the shoes that would be able to fit him were fifteen hundred dollars. So they Jeez, were like, you know、gosh. what? Maybe we can, you know, get exactly right. <laughs> exactly. So like. Social media takes over, right? This this is where this story hit home for me. Whenever I was in middle school, right, thirteen, fourteen years old, I had a teammate.、Um, he wore a size seventeen. He actually didn't get to play the first half of the season because we didn't have shoes and he couldn't find size seventeen shoes、uh, to fit him. This is back in like you know two thousand two, maybe two thousand one. So you know there wasn't GoFundMe like there is now. Social media isn't any. I don't even think there was a social media like there is now. I don't even know if there was even MySpace yet. So there wasn't like a. A huge opportunity for communities to come together and help any kid out, right? Like that.、Um, now, in 2023, you know, 20 years later from my personal story, to see this story, this kid basically has a friend that starts a GoFundMe. The GoFundMe goes viral, and it caught the eyes of Under Armour and Puma. So Under Armour and Puma sent out a couple representatives.、Um, they measured this、uh, kid's foot. To make sure you know everything is good, they did a. Whenever they measure your feet, they measure it with your shoes on, with your shoes off. They want to see everything so they can get you the right shoe.、Um, so those representatives ended up giving him two pairs of shoes each, which left him with four pairs of cleats.、Um, he had a scrimmage later on、um, after he got his、uh, cleats the same day, and his mom was in the stands watching him. And it was raining; it's in Michigan, and she immediately started crying watching him play. She said, "This is the first time, and I don't know how long I was able to see my son move around." Without having any issues to his mobility because of his shoes, it's just super, super beautiful. I thought this was a ten out of ten story from there, but it gets even better. 
So we all know Shaq should be nominated for Positive Truth Person of the Year with all the positive things that he does on a daily basis without even thinking about it. But he ended up finding out about it and he got involved. Um, so Shaq wears a size 22, right? <laughs> Shaq basically was like, yo, I understand this kid's problem. Let me go ahead and send a care package. Um, he's actually you know, sponsored by Reebok. So he basically was like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to send you a couple suits. I'm going to send you some shoes. I'm going to do everything I can to you know, make sure it's easier for you. And he sent him a handwritten letter basically just to uplift him. I thought this was really, really cool. Um, myself, I'm like five foot six, 140 pounds. I'm really not like, I can't relate to the, the kid being 40 you know, pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Inside jokes. <laughs> so yeah, basically... To me, I can't relate to it, but I definitely find the beauty in it because I definitely had friends that have had to go through a similar struggle. And I just think it's one of the power of social media where we're at today. If you use that tool correctly, we can help out so many people. So how old is this kid? He was 15 years old. Yeah, he, someone needs to introduce him to basketball. <laughs> Real talk. Real talk. Also, who was that kid in our middle school that wore size 17 shoes? Rusty. Ah. Rusty Nip. In- interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. His shoe was... <laughs> was I don't think I've seen that man since 8th grade, actually. Did he grow? I might have seen him. Yeah, he actually played football in high school, too. He was really good, man. Um, he went to Westmore. I Probably last time I've seen him was like, I don't know, when we were 19 years old or so. But he was actually pretty good. He started at Westmore. 6A high school and all. That man was... 13 with a size 17 shoe. Interesting. What's funny was at that time I had a, uh, I was like barely five foot, maybe five foot. And I had on a size nine. And then when I grew a foot, my, my feet were a size 10. So I was just walking around with clown feet too, except I was so small. It wasn't really clown feet feed every like it's just kind of weird to see someone that's like barely five foot with a size nine shoe anyway growing is hard great job for Shaq Shaq definitely understands if this kid keeps growing though somebody needs to introduce him to basketball I'm just saying facts so before we go on to our last five positive news stories we need to pause and do audio meditation. So where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each. Because in the stresses of life, you often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? The daughter is playing basketball. She's not on a team, but she loves it. We went to the store to spend her tooth fairy money. And she decided to get a basketball. And ever since she got it, it hasn't been a day she's missed dribbling it. Um, I bought whenever we were at five below, I bought a little basketball goal, you know, you put on the door hasn't been a morning. She hasn't shot on it. Like even this morning before school, she's sitting there waiting for me and she just picks up the ball and starts shooting it at the door. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like I don't have to bring it up to her at all. And I'm trying to be, you know, one of those parents that just lets her have fun with it. And I am, I'm definitely am. I'm, you know, playing with her a little bit and just letting her do her thing. But I am beyond excited. Like you have no idea. Edna was tired of me talking about it because how excited I am. Her season for basketball, the team that she wants to play on doesn't even start until December, but boy, am I excited. <laughs> she went to both games that you've had. Yeah. She went to both. Yep. Yep. She bought my, brought the basketball the second time and she said she wanted to play, put on my Jersey after my game and got on the court and started dribbling. It was the cutest thing ever, man. I am shocked. Edna letting her dribble in the house, like shocked. 
my mom never let that fly. Anytime my mom wasn't home, I was dribbling in the house, though. <laughs> Every time. That, that's a fact. And I think Edna lets it happen because she knows, like, the childhood trauma of getting yelled at all the time for, like, trying to play with the ball in the house. So she's like, all right, whatever. But if anything gets broken, it's over with. And we're pretty safe about it, though. I mean, there is, like, a couple cracks in the tile, but we'll find out. Edna will find out about that whenever she finds out about that. <laughs> you she's not listening to <laughs> Oh, man. It's been, like, a week. There's already cracks in the tile. How? Uh, well, I mean, it was, like, already starting to crack, but she's, like, bouncing in one spot right now, and it's hilarious. We finally moved that spot, so we should be good, but it definitely opened up the crack a little bit more, <laughs> for sure. Well, I'm grateful for the internet, because the last two Mondays at work, our internet has went out. Like, yesterday, it was raining, and when it started pouring down rain, the internet went out, and I was just like, it was like 7 o'clock, I was like, well, I guess I'm going home now, because I'm completely useless without the internet. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> like most of my contributions to the company involve a computer of some sort. So shout out to the internet because without it, mm. during the pandemic, everyone was like, "Oh, socially distance. We're not seeing anyone." I was like, "This. As long as I don't lose the internet, I'm cool. I can lose my phone. No text messages. Sounds amazing. I can lose social media. I'm I'm averaging like max four minutes a day, but no internet. Oh." It would be bad. So yeah, shout out to the internet. That is my advice, Indeed. I guess. Anyway, back to positive news stories. My next positive news story, we went from New Zealand to Australia, and now we're going to Maine in the United States. And have you ever heard of the clown bird called the puffin? No, I have not. So they're, they're called the... Uh, Atlantic puffin, they're known as the clowns of the sea or sea parrots. And they nest in burrows and feed their chicks small fish, such as herrings. Two years ago, they suffered one of their worst years ever for reproduction in decades because they couldn't find certain fish. They can only feed certain fish to their chicks in the summer. They have to be small, all this fun stuff. And this fish shortage was due to warming ocean temperatures. And since they live off the Gulf of Maine, Warming temperatures means they lose a lot of fish because the fish don't want to be in the warm water. Maine's usually pretty cool year-round. So about two-thirds of puffins last year didn't make it. But this year, they had a massive revival. They had little conservationists helping dictate the fish, putting them in little pockets to keep them growing. I think it's really awesome. If you don't know about these little birds 50 years ago there were only a few dozen pairs left in the whole world now there's as many as 3,000 birds and the population is stable they're not in a protected environment anymore this is the first time they've ever actually been helped by conservationists in years they were originally hunted by you know us humans because they were a little trusting birds, and we were just hunting them and eating them. So shout out to everyone helping save this bird off the coast of Maine. Take that world. What do you got, Tim? Look at all these animal stories, man. I'm, you have a lot. You had a couple bird stories today so far. I'm, I'm impressed. I know. Right? I've had three straight bird stories actually. Now that I think about it, a bird that can't fly, yeah. a black cockatoo, and a 
in the parrot of the sea. Let's see where I go next. <laughs> oh, man. So I have this really cool story about a, a young man by the name of Tobias Stanford. Um, so he just graduated. And one of his friends was asking him, hey, I wonder how these uh, disposable vape batteries even work. So Tobias was like, you know what? I've always been interested in electronics and stuff. Let me go ahead and look this up. When he looked it up, he was like, okay, it's marketed as disposable, but these batteries are very much alive. They can still work. So what he decided to do was pick up as many batteries as he could find. He found about 40 of them. He took the lithium battery out, wired them together. He bought a scooter on eBay for $37 and he used the batteries to power the scooter. Um, the reason why he did this, he wanted to show his friend how it worked. And he also wanted to let everybody know these batteries are very much alive. We need to pay attention to e-waste. Um, there's no reason why we should be marketing them as disposable if we can still use these batteries for other things. Whenever people find out I'm riding this scooter six miles round trip whenever my scooter is fully charged and it's powered by vapes, they get mind blown. Um, he made a video and he wanted to let people know that we can still use these batteries and we need to make sure we're not just throwing them in a landfill and letting these chemicals leak out. I thought this was a really cool story because we're all trying to keep our planet green. And the more stories I find like this that are unique, the more I want to talk about them and spread, you know, spread the word. So shout out to Tobias for uh, finding all these disposable vapes, a fairly new product out there that a lot of people are using and just throwing out there and finding a good way to use it. I just want to also say Tobias might be like top three names of all time, in my opinion. <laughs> I, I'm sort of random fun fact. Tobias. And, um, yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> There's a joke to be made, but I'm not going to make it. But people buy disposable vapes way more than you think. So there are a lot of wasted vape batteries. So great on Tobias. Indubitably. So my next positive news story is actually about in Denmark, and it's about dogs and Mozart. I was going to save this one for last, but I think I should talk about it now because I got a combo story next time. Hey. So Mozart, famous classical composer, and people still do his performances in Copenhagen, Copenhagen, Denmark. There's a part in the performance called the hunting symphony it's a little piece that was it's a little known piece written by wolfgang mozart's father and it's often incorporated in the plays the idea of the piece is it's supposed to be like a pace like you're running the dogs are chasing and they're attacking so they got three dogs cookie sophis sika and they were chosen for their barking skills so at this specific symphony the dogs are trained and they have a trainer that like does a hand motion and they bark in tune with the symphony and then they stop immediately afterwards they only do their little part they got the little dress up like suit tie thing going on and then they sit and they chill the whole rest of the orchestration or play and i think that's really awesome that the dogs were out here performing Mozart. And I just wanted to talk about it here on the positive truth. Yo, I would love to see that. That would be so I cool. I actually got a video, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm cracking up at that one. That's beautiful. You took all the videos and animal stories. 10 out of 10, JP. I would not have talked about it if I wouldn't have seen the video. This is one of those things I was like, mm, mm, 
<laughs> skeptical, very skeptical. And then I saw the video. I was like, well, <laughs> I guess it's the truth. Hilarious. Hilarious. What do you got, Tim? Man, uh, my last one. Oh, my last one's a superhero story. <laughs> so I do not even have a name for this hero, but I do have a name for a man by name is uh, Dennis Brown. The name, sorry, I'm over here speaking weirdly right now, by the name of Dennis Brown. Dennis is paralyzed from the waist down, um, and he was actually uh, driving his car. He has a car from uh, Enterprise, and it's equipped with hand control, so he's able to drive it, right? Um, when Dennis was driving his car, he noticed, like, you know, I've been in it a, a several times already. It seems like it's going out. But this last time that he got into the car, it just didn't feel right. Something was, seemed off. And then out of nowhere, um, the front of the car caught on fire so he was just like oh no what's going on he's trying to grab his wheelchair he couldn't pull his wheelchair out and um while next thing you know the flame got bigger and while he's trying to get his wheelchair he's just like oh my gosh this is really not happening right now all of a sudden a woman out of nowhere comes by and was like hey let me help you i'm trying to grab the wheelchair then again the flames got even higher so they both were like oh no this is not happening oh my gosh she just starts she just grabs dennis this small woman grabs Dennis, picks him up, pulls him out of the car and gets him away out of danger and pulls him to the side, left the wheelchair and all because it was just too dangerous at this point. Um, Dennis Brown didn't know her name. She basically is a hero in his eyes. Dennis Brown's mother was like, I almost lost my, my son in a fire today. And I can't believe it. Like, this woman is a true hero. Um, there's actually a video of this I'm going to share on our Facebook page. I'll do that right now so you guys can check it out. I was beyond shocked when I watched it. I thought it was really cool. There's real superheroes out there and they don't all wear capes. Two side bases, Tim would say. I'm even, I'm even still in your, uh, your catchphrase. Still in all the animal videos, the animal stories, and your catchphrase, Tim. I mean, I'll take it all. Is the highest form of flattery. But since you're talking about heroes, for my last positive news stories, I got k -k 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 combo stories. Two combo cat positive news stories. I couldn't choose one. The first one is about animal heroes in New York. They discovered another cat. I just did this story like two weeks ago about a cat getting stuck in a drain in New York. This is another cat in Long Island that was 30 feet down the drain and they couldn't reach it. And so what happened is this happened in Long Island. They had to move a 5,000 pound slab of concrete to rescue the kitten that was 30 feet down the drain. They used Jack's hydro hydraulic rescue tools sometimes known as the jaws of life to remove the slab from the top of the drain went down there saved the little kitten made some cute videos yes i got another video cats looking to get adopted <laughs> soon and then my last positive news story a little cat story is about leo leo his family lives in Juneau, alaska and there's been a lot of flooding due to global warming glacier above Juno is melting and it floods the community the people that were i guess their leo's parents were both teachers they rescued a covid kitten in 2020 and they said we couldn't be around our students we were trapped inside we were really apprehensive with everything that was going on so we got uh, we adopted a cat to help us through 2020 and I know a lot of people that dropped adopted animals in 2020 due to the same reasons. They named him Leo, but whenever the flooding happened this past month, 
they couldn't get out in time. So they basically, their owners had to get out of there. The flooding was so fast. It was three feet high. They weren't home. They just had to get away. And whenever they came home, they couldn't find Leo due to all the flooding. And they thought Leo was gone. Really sad. But 26 days later, Leo just popped up on the porch like, hey, what's up? Because <laughs> you know cats in their nine lives. Leo was saved. Saved himself. And everyone's happy. The whole community is happy. They have been looking for the cat for a month. And of course, the cat is working on his own time because cats don't care about anyone but themselves. That <laughs> <laughs> just pulled up like, I'm hungry now. I miss my cuddles and warm bed. And so Leo <laughs> was found safe. The whole community was happy because everyone was looking for him. So yeah, cat rescuing themselves on the Positive Truth Podcast. <laughs> oh man, cats are hilarious. No, no joke. Do you have a quote before we get out of here, Tim? Absolutely. Act as if you make a difference because you do. Quotes by Tim. <laughs> and we're out. Stay positive.